Hello, what's up? You're listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration. We're out here at the Observatory in Orange County with the band Angelic Upstarts. What's your name and what do you do in the band? My name is Mency and I'm the singer. When did this band start? 1977. Any particular reason why you decided to call the band Angelic Upstarts when you started? Not one reason whatsoever. Just thought of a name and that was it. We were either going to be called Angelic Upstarts or Headlice. Ooh. That was it. I just thought of a name, you know, it means absolutely fucking nothing. So any particular themes to your songs? What do you mean? Like when you sing and write lyrics, do you have any particular messages for people or is it just what you think of at the moment? It's just what I observe on the street. My songwriting is the simplest songwriting anybody could wish to write. I just look at things and I write down what I'm thinking, that's it. Unfortunately, or fortunately, I've never wrote a love song in my life. I'm too in love with myself, you know. So you've been playing punk rock bowling for the past couple of years now, but I think you skipped one year. Are you planning on continuing with that tradition? Uh, we'll always skip a year. It's like we'll play, skip a year, play, skip a year, play, skip a year. We've done it, uh, that's the, been the last three, three times, I think. This will be the fourth time I think we'll play it. Is it the third or the fourth? Third. This will be the third. And we'll always have a yeah, break, you know, try and keep it fresh. So how do you keep all that energy? You're coming from, what, are you coming from the UK, is that right? That's correct. Northeast of England. South Shields. And that's look to the left. Look to the left. You know what that means? Look to the left. We're Sunland. So is that the opposite time zone from the United States? Or is it... We are... Uh, the United States is... Eight hours behind, ahead, not behind, behind. They're eight hours in front. Yeah, eight hours in front. So you guys can predict the future and everything out there. Aye, aye, aye. Fucking hell, aye. I wish I knew when the fucking horse racing was. Yeah, I could predict that. I could retire, couldn't I? So I noticed you guys don't have your original, is it your guitar player or is it bass player that couldn't make it on this show? Uh, the bass player, he duffed it, he went to fucking Benidorm. What a fucking dick. How are you now? I mean, what the, he had a choice, right? Either go to Benidorm or go to Las Vegas. Fuck me, it's not fucking difficult, is it? Uh, it's not difficult. Oh, I choose Benidorm. Fat fucking fuck. What's his name? Gaz Stoker, big fat bastard. Lives in Sunland and supports Liverpool. How the fuck can that be? Never been to a fucking Liverpool game in his fucking life. You know, I saw you guys, or I saw you trying to get him to talk in the 2015 uh, show, one of the bar shows out there in Las Vegas. You were, you're trying to get uh, your. Oh, God, just oh, he's like a fucking. You think he had his tongue cut out? He never fucking says a word. He fucking lazy fat bastard. So was that the first time he ever spoke on stage? Yeah, that was the first time he ever spoke on stage. Rare occasion. You know, on the on the Google it says that you guys had a manager back in the 1980s and he got arrested for arson. Is that true? Uh, no, 70s. 70s, 70s late 70s. His name was uh, Keith Bell, and uh, he was a gangster. And he tried uh, uh, he tried to rule our lives, and uh, it just came to a head, and uh, we went to war. You guys had a manager ever since then? 
No, never had one since. We live now in a democracy. We'll have a democracy within the band. Uh, it's a democratic decision. Everybody agrees with me and does what I say. I see you. So uh, that, is that why everyone else isn't in the band in this interview? Yes, it's a dictatorship. I rule the band with a rod of iron, just like Joseph Stalin. So let's talk about uh, some of your songs. You've got this song called Teenage Warning. Is that one of your first ones? Yes, that's uh, one of the uh, first songs I, I wrote uh, under the tutorage of James T. Percy. Do you know him? Isn't he in that band Sham 69 or something? That's correct. I, I, I'm not saying... Uh, I like Jimmy. He's a good lad, you know. His heart's in the right place. That's good. So that's your first album too, and you've got a song with the same title. Yes, yes. What is that song all about? Uh, it's just the uh, the rise of the youth. That's all, uh, and warning that we can be dangerous. You know, if you don't fucking treat we're right. Sounds like some advice that some people should listen to. So let's take a listen to a song called Teenage Warning by Angelic Upstarts. We're out here with Angelic Upstarts in the observatory in Orange County.
back. That was Jimmy by Angelic Upstarts. You're listening to the punk rock demonstration out here in Orange County, California with Menzi. Is that your real name or is that the nickname? It's an uh, abbreviation of my surname, which is Mensforth. And everybody called us uh, Menzi. The police call me Thomas. Any particular reason why they call you Thomas? I'm fucked if I know. There's only me mom and the police called us Thomas, you know. Is that okay, Thomas? Yes, okay. Only mom and the police. So you were just about to tell us what that song Jimmy was about. Uh, Jimmy was a, a childhood friend of mine. We'd done a lot of things together. Uh, and tragically was killed in an accident. And we were recording uh, the album at the time. And I got the news that he had been killed. And I just sat and wrote a song about him. I think those are always the strongest songs because it comes from the heart and I think it sounds really good so yes decided to play that one I, just, I wrote the song in about two minutes two or three minutes when I heard you know well, I had to stop recording I recorded it the next day because I had to go home you know uh, devastating devastating You're changing the subject slightly how did you find all the members to be in the band Originally, when we started, we were all from the same council estate. Was, I think there's only seven streets on the estate, just a working class uh, estate. And uh, I seen the clash on the White Riot tour, 1977, and I just said, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. You know, I saw you guys, or I don't know if it's about the band or if it's just about you, but there's a documentary on YouTube that I found or came across. It's uh, like Work at Home. Have you ever seen that one in 1984? Play at Home? Yes. Channel 4. Yeah. So was that a documentary about Angelic Upstarts or was it about you? It was really about the Northeast. That's what it was about. It was just about uh, the beginnings. Uh, it told a story about the beginnings of the Angelics. Uh, and how we uh, approach life and things which affected our lives, hence uh, the shipyards and things, you know. Did you have a strong opinion about those at the time? You were talking a lot about uh, the shipbuilders and how... Because that the was my life. That was my life. Uh, the pits and the shipyards was everything to do uh, with my family. If you didn't work down the pit, you worked in the shipyards. That was it. That was it. That, that was the industry. That's what... Uh, that's what our lives revolved around, shipyards and the pits. That's what our lives were. And I only told stories about our lives. That's all. I just uh, commentated. I don't know, uh, there's nothing complicated about any of my songs. The songs are about my life and they're all true. Are there any songs that you have about that period? There's many, many. Uh, I also... Uh, stepped in uh, 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 poetry for a while with uh, a poem Ganyem Joy which was uh, a song about the picket line in 1972 when I stood on the picket line I was 15 years old with my dad at uh, West O'Colry and I went on to work at West O'Colry and that's where I got involved with uh, the trade unions and the trade union movement Did you guys want to be in that documentary or did they ask you to be in it? Uh, they, they asked us if we wanted to. It was strange to work it out because uh, the lad who was uh, in charge of it, Don Coots, I think it was his name, it was his son who was uh, heavily influenced by the Angelic Upstarts. He didn't actually know who we were. 
it was his son said now this band is from the street this band knows what they're talking about they sing about what they're involved in and that's how it came about I saw there was this song women in disguise in that video and I've always wondered what in the world that song was all about the song was uh, entirely about Margaret Thatcher and about uh, a display uh, which she always put forward about uh, being a powerful woman and I disputed that she was a woman, she was an evil bitch, you know. I don't think uh, I ever met a woman like her who spoke like her and who was so anti-working class. She was a uh, middle class and brought up in a middle class environment who went on to be uh, upper class and who despised the working class. So the Angelic Upstart started up at a time when punk was just starting out. So what were some of the other bands you were listening to at the time? My main influences at the time were The Clash. Uh, I loved The Clash. Uh, I later in life became uh, a friend of Joe Strummer. Uh, Mick Jones not as much, but I always respected Mick Jones and I think to a certain extent he respected me and still does. I fell out a couple of times with Joe about different subjects and we had more arguments, but uh, I thank the Lord that uh, we made up and we were friends when he died. Because if we hadn't have been friends, I think I would have been devastated. That's always good. So you joined the band, well, you're one of the original, you're the original member of the band, right? Yes, I, I formed the band. There was a time when you had a replacement singer and then you came back again. Yes. So what happened with that? I got sick, I had a few health problems, and I was actually going to pack in, you know. Uh, and I took time to reflect. And it's a bit like uh, the stage. I've tried to pack in six or seven times, and it, it's, it's like the mafia, you know. When you're in, you're in for life, you know. You're in till you die. And I think Joe Strummer uh, coined the phrase as... Uh, Punk rock is the same as the Mafia. Once you're made, you're made, and you can't leave, you know? And that's what I've found. I think I'll be very... I've, I've never wanted to be like Charlie Harper, but I think I'm going to end up the same. I find it very difficult to leave. Do you still find the songs enjoyable to play all the time, or is it sort of like work? I detest everything about it until I get on stage. I'm fine when I'm on stage. And after that, I fucking hate it. I hate traveling. I hate being away from me bands. Uh, I hate being away from home. But I love uh, meeting people. I love uh, meeting the different people, you know? So I'm a moany old bastard, but it's part of being old is being able to moan, you know? So I fucking moan all the time because I'm an old bastard. It's like a drug where you have to do it, but you know it's bad for you. <laughs> and I fucking moan about it, but I always do it. So are there any bands that you're into today? I like all different bands. I don't get deep into bands, because people talk to me about certain bands. And I've got to be honest, right? I've never heard of them and never listened to them. I listen to the strangest things, like last night. I was listening to Paul Robeson. You know who he is? There you are then. Investigate on Google tonight. And I listened to Paul Robeson. And I thought, fuck me, you're some boy, you. And I listened to last night Woody Guthrie. Do you know Woody Guthrie? You need to fucking learn, son. 
So good advice for the listeners. Check yeah. out these bands that you're talking about. No, no, no. Not a band. Oh. Paul Robeson is just a singer uh, from the 1920s, 1930s, 1940s. I think he went on until the 1950s. Fantastic man. Fantastic man. And Woody Guthrie was about in the 20s, the 30s, and the 40s. Uh, folk singer, uh, but a, a revolutionary character, as far as music's concerned. So, I like uh, diverse music. I'm not really into uh, many bands, to be honest. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't. Uh, I don't class other bands as rivals. I'm not involved in rivalry. So, I don't know what it is. You know. I like listening to Tamla Motown. Do you know something that's a very strange thing? It comes with age too. (laughs) I want to tell you something very interesting. I never listen to myself. And my voice grates on us. Absolutely grates on us. And uh, a few months ago we done the full album, Teenage Warning. And I couldn't remember the words and everybody couldn't believe that I couldn't remember the words and I couldn't remember the words because I hadn't listened to the album since 1978 yeah, that reminds me so you've got so many songs how do you remember all of these songs with great difficulty these days uh, the last when I had to do uh, the teenage warning album I had to have notes on the stage with us for the first time because my memories that fucked up but you don't have any problems memorizing the new songs right all the time all the time I'm all, I don't know if you listen but sometimes I forget the words and I just make words up Makes I think we'll all go through it uh, uh, Dave Vanian does it he forgets the words uh, Richard Jobson he forgets the words and I'm one of the few or one of the many I forget the fucking words as well it's funny enough right I was in a bar in Sunland once and there was a song playing on a jukebox. And a lad said to us, What's that line there? I said, What line? And he he, he sort of hummed the tune. I says, Well, how the fuck would I know? He goes, Because it's you singing. I says, Is it fuck? He goes, It is. I went, Nah. And he told us the title of the song. I says, I, no, I never wrote that. He goes, You did. And the song was called uh, Joe, Where Are You Now? And I said, I I didn't write that, mate. I said, it's not my song. And he went home and came back with the album with the song. And I went, fucking hell, I can't remember that. I've I've noticed it comes with age too. (laughs) Mine, that that was about 20 years ago. I couldn't fucking remember. So do you remember the name of your latest album? Yes, Bullington Bastards. Yeah. When did that come out? Uh, it's a couple of year old now. We recorded that in a week. In three days to mix it. Ten days, I think it took. Bing, bang, bong. Straight down. And uh, I think it was a great album myself. Well, I would, wouldn't I, you know? But Do you notice any particular styles that have changed over the years? Like the new album, do you notice any differences between no, how I you sing here? to the old style of uh, bing, bang, bong, straight down into it. No complications. Get on there. Bang, bang. Back and vocals, straight. And we return to our roots for that. Uh, and I think, in my opinion, it worked very well. 
You've got this new song on there, Give the Fox a Gun, with the big bang boom right there too, right? Yeah. So what is that one all about? It's about hunting and how uh, how the elite uh, take great pleasure in killing and tearing the bits of small animals. And I just wish one day that the fox could turn around and defend himself. And maybe, like I said in the song, give him a gun and let him shoot the bastards off the fucking back of the horses. So let's take a listen to that song. It's called Give the Fox a Gun by Angelic Upstarts. We're out here with Angelic Upstarts. You're listening to the punk rock demonstration.
That was Last Night Another Soldier by Angelic Upstarts. You're listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration. I'm Jack, and we're out here with Menzi from Angelic Upstarts. So where can people find more information about the band? Uh, Wikipedia, there's about 2,000 pages. I went on there and I saw like this massive list of past band members or something like that. Yeah. So how did you find all these band members to uh, fill in when you had the lineup changes? The hardest thing in the world, right, is keeping the band together, right? When you're young, it's quite simple. As you get older, you get a girlfriend, you get a wife, you have children, you've got a mortgage. You can't be in a punk rock band because you go, you can't feed your kids on punk rock. So you find it very, very difficult to maintain a group. Very difficult. So you have people leaving all the time, and mainly it's for family reasons. So if you notice tonight, my whole band was uh, very young. And I always wondered how does Angelic Upstart stay so young? <laughs> Uh, because at different times people now you got Mick the guitarist Mick will works in the building game but he will sacrifice anything and everything to come on the road Andy works for himself he never hesitates to come out on the road like the bass player he duffed it and then we rehearsed another player a uh, bass player and he duffed it about the night before we're going to come away and we got this young kid who just like stepped in to the breach and done fantastically well as you've seen him tonight. And most of the time, the buzz will only last two or three years unless you're committed, unless you're committed. I mean, it's took 40 years of my life and I'm not gonna spunk it away. I mean, for me, it's ruined relationships. I've lost wives, girlfriends. I've become estranged from my children. All because of the group. Because I put the group first. And there's very few people will do that. But you see, the angelic upstarts are my baby. It's a child to me. And I won't have anybody abuse me child. So if you're not committed, I fuck you off. Simple as that. It's great advice for a lot of bands nowadays also. Make sure you know what you're doing when you're getting into a band. It's it's very, very difficult, you know. And then, you see, you, you will have problems throughout when you're on the road because you've got uh, four or five men together, right? And you're, you're going to come up against uh, different things which other band members will not agree with. There's things I despise about groups. Absolutely despise. And not just my group, but other groups, you know? Uh, my main one is uh, is drinking before a show. I fucking hate it. Because uh, I think it clouds your judgment. And I, I, I think you're... Uh, I think you're robbing people. You're robbing the audience because... There isn't another job in the world where you, you you go to your job and you get drunk. There isn't. So have a bit pride in yourself. And don't get fucking drunk before you go on stage. I mean, GBH are very similar to us. They don't drink before they go on. Because they want to do a 100% performance. If you ever see me not give a 100% at a show, that'll be the day I retire. 
So let's end it off with a song called Solidarity. It's one of my favorites by the band. You've been listening to the Punk Rock Demonstration. I'm Jack, my website, punkrockdemo.com. And do you have an official website? Yes, we'll have, uh, well, we'll have a band page. We'll have uh, Angelic Upstarts, the band page. And we'll have Angelic Upstarts 1977 official. Check them out over there. Yeah. Here's Solidarity by Angelic Upstarts.
I pulled friends to ask you funny questions. So the first one is, what have you been doing personally to make America great again? To make America great? Fuck me, it's none of my fucking business. Well, you could make America fucking better and get rid of fucking Donald Trump, but Donald Trump isn't the fucking problem, is he? It's all the ignorant fuckers who voted for him. There's a fucking massive level of ignorance here. But it's not just the, this country, it's my country as well. Fuck me, the ignorance is outstanding uh, in Britain. Fucking outstanding, the ignorance. Even people who are my friends, you can't believe how ignorant they are, you know? Fucking lack of education. Fuck's sake. I like getting you going. <laughs> okay. I was asked to ask you about the Nazi skins in the National Front, if you wanted to talk about that. Well, them fuckers, they're not worth fucking talking about. They should be fucking exterminated at birth. I mean, we've just been talking about ignorance, but them, uh, I, I just don't know what makes them tick. They're, uh, they're absolute walking contradictions, you know? Uh, it's fantastic, you know? The Nazis now in England support Israel. What the fuck's that all about? Fucking Nazis supporting Israel. Whoa, where, where does that come from? And Israel, right? I'm talking about uh, the government, right? Because not all Jewish people uh, support the, uh, the government right. and the uh, IDF forces, you know? Uh, but where that ignorance, uh, I mean, the bedfellow was now. The, the the ignorance is just unbelievable, you know. You've got the Nazis marching along with fucking uh, the Star of David. I mean, what the fuck's going on in your head, mate? Total ignorance. Total fucking ignorance. I had a question um, because I think so many people identify um, the band as part of the working class struggle. Um, do you are you aware or do you align yourself with any current struggles right now um, in in the UK or in the I United States? I align myself with the Palestinian struggle. I I did previously uh, align myself with the struggle in Northern Ireland. It's a fascination to me how uh, in especially in Britain how they can uh, align themselves to the Peruvian shining path the uh, revolutionary armies in China and uh, the revolution armies in Cuba and then when it comes to Northern Ireland oh, fucking no 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 not not for me well, and they take part in the uh, imperialistic fucking visions of Britain and they're supposed to be left wing oh, fuck's sake where does that come from you know so I support a, a united Ireland and still do and I supported uh, the the right to uh, an Irish Republic. Very, very good points. It makes me want to ask you, uh, what are you currently reading? Uh, I read uh, quite a lot. Uh, I've recently just read a book about Hamas, uh, which I found uh, very interesting and, and enlightening. Uh, would you like to tell me? Uh, why and how Hamas was created? That I don't know. Well, I'm going to tell you. Hamas was created, right, basically through the need for bin men. Do you know what a bin man is? No. Rubbish removal. 
because uh, they really stopped the services and uh, they were having uh, the Palestinians were having a massive problem with rats because the rubbish wasn't being cleared rats bring disease people were dying Hamas was formed to remove rubbish can you believe that yeah, and then Hamas uh, moved into uh, uh, a military wing for defense. So uh, when it's a prescribed terrorist organization, I find it very difficult how you can be a terrorist, terrorist when you're uh, defending your homeland. How can you be a terrorist when you're defending... Uh, your homeland from an alien army I, 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 it, it baffles me I can't understand that it's like were the French resistance terrorists we're we talking about ETA uh, ETA well Spanish. ETA were uh, a Basque separatist movement started on Basque separatists. The, the Basque uh, separatist movement and they were quite they were quite justified in the struggle because they had been attacked by the Spanish government right and still are attacked by the Spanish government and then the uh, in the 30s they recruited uh, Hitler and the Luftwaffe to wipe whole villages out right. to bomb so you know exactly where the Basque separatists come from, and I support the Basque separatists as well. Makes me ask you because you said of the uh, of the Irish struggle as well. Yes. Yeah. So they're all linked. You see, the what people don't understand is right, is the Basques, the Irish, the Cubans, the Peruvians, the Palestinians, regardless of religion, right? It comes from working class struggle. If you purport to be working class, how can you not support them struggles? Because you look at things and then you're supposed to be left wing and then you support a right wing government in suppressing Irish Republicans. How the fuck does that work? Somebody will have to explain that to me because I didn't understand it. I feel like I'm at school and I'm enjoying all of this <laughs> very much. Um, I did have some more funny questions about, um, well, actually I actually had another record-related question uh, regarding um, the Warner Brothers releases and how did um, Teenage Warning and We Gotta Get Out of the Get Out of This Place end up on a Warner's Brother label? Uh, that was true. Uh, we originally signed to Jimmy Percy, JP Productions and Polydor but I had a fight with the uh, security guard at Polydor and we got sacked uh, and we got sacked without a payoff because I was in breach of uh, uh, company rules because uh, I had a fight on the premises I had a fight in the street but little did I know that the street was owned by the record company so it was on the premises it being in the street so we got sacked and Warner Brothers just took one, you know. And the rest is history. Um, and then do you guys have any, um, you know, there's like the old punks don't die, they just cash in. 
Do you have any? <laughs> I'd like to know where the fuck mine is then. Right, right, right. Do uh, Do you have any plans for uh, you know cute merchandise and things like that? We sell t-shirts, and that's it. You sell t-shirts. <laughs> well, TSOL uh, made a drum head specifically for punk rock bowling. I couldn't be fucked. <laughs> Thank you so much for your authenticity, your honesty, and um, such a real nice talk with you today. Thank you. It's such an honor. And that was Women in Disguise by Angelic Upstarts. And before that, you heard Oena with some interesting questions with Angelic Upstarts. Well, with Minzy from Angelic Upstarts. Figured we played Women in Disguise because we talked about that song, but we didn't play it. If you listened to the entire interview, you would have found out that that song was about Margaret Thatcher. 
Anyways, I've done plenty of talking on today's program, so we're going to play some punk rock, and we're going to play new music after I talk about this next segment of music that you're about to listen to. It starts off with Anita by Rust.
Die ist aber auch noch unter der normalen Spur drunter. Ja? Nicht? Das ist doch geil. Marias with The Worker. And before that we heard KGL with This Is The Real Me. The Generators with The City of Angels before that. And then we heard the Grizzly Adams Band with Better Teenaged off of their End of Summer album. It's not quite end of summer yet, but we'll get there, and then we'll play that album even more. Demerit was before that with Bastards of the Nation. Might be doing an interview with them shortly. And Angel's Heart with Open Our Eyes before that. We've got plenty more interviews coming up, so check the website for more information on when they broadcast, punkrockdemo.com. We're going to change things up a little bit and play some songs you've never heard of before now. starts off with The Gonzales. So it's called Hot Little Hand. She's got a good 
Pick it, pick it up To the vibes that I'm throwing, are you gonna go my way? Curves that sway like Pacific Ocean I don't care about an 8.8 Believe me when you hear me say I get my California kicks Where the kids get ghetto rich Where we're scorned by the sky Cause the sun is the eye Where the cities are too bright to shine Control, I'm not in control, control, I'm not in control.
there was Eat Defeat with A Little Less Than OK, and then we heard Pretty Voices before that with Control. Children of Eden with California Kicks was before Pretty Voices, and then we heard Susie Cream Cheese with All Thumbs and The Street Clones before that with Strange But True. All songs that I've never heard of before and neither of you. It's an interesting segment of the program, program being Punk Rock Demonstration. My website, punkrockdemo.com, that's where you can send in songs if you're a band and we'll feature them on the program. Again, that's punkrockdemo.com. We're going to continue with one last song you never heard of before, and then we're going to continue with some more punk rock after that. This song is called Social Hell by Love Bites.
Saints with Claret and Blue, and before that you heard the Toy Dolls with Alex Gone live, and Broken Doll with It's Over Before the Toy Dolls. And we'll end it all off with Evacuate, the song's called One-Sided Friend, figured I'd play them because someone sent over a, uh, actually a statement, but sent it through the Ask Question link on my website, punkrockdemo.com, and told me that they love Evacuate, so here's some Evacuate to end off the show with. Check out the show again next week on Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific time at punkrockdemo.com. Talk about you. I tell you my problems, it's a burden on you. We're worth this 
like you are the reason I need an ear in every room. It's people like you are the reason I need two eyes in the back of my head. You never know what you're gonna say, and you never know what you're gonna do when I'm not around.
Didn't realize we still had like 10 minutes left, so I played some more music. That song you just heard was by Beverly Kills called Ben, and then we heard Towers of London before that with Shot in the Dark. Tai Sui with Navigators before that, and we heard some Tastics with But For You before Tai Sui. Now we're really going to end it off with The Insurgents. This song's called Give Us a Living. Figured I'd play it because we talked about the song called Jimmy by Angelic Upstarts in the Angelic Upstarts interview. Jimmy was also one of my friends that just recently passed away, and he was the guitar player in The Insurgents. So here's a song by The Insurgents to end off the show with. Fight is outrageous, but wait, she's insane The bills are falling 